welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope this week finds you well. I'd like to welcome our newest listeners from the country of Colombia in South America. I wanted to thank you for tuning in. And I hope you will subscribe so that you will always receive the latest episode. And also to all my other members, I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast either at marymac.info or at themarymacshow.com. You can go to the upper right-hand corner and choose the platform that you prefer and subscribe there. I would really appreciate that. So today, I'd like to talk to you about widowhood and the death of a spouse. This is by far one of the most difficult losses we can encounter. Some of us have been in love with our partner for a few years, and some of us for decades. We love them so completely. Our marriage had both good times and bad times. But when they die, whether it's anticipated in the case of maybe a short-term illness or a long-term illness, a chronic disease that they endured for very many years and you took care of them, Or perhaps they were killed by an accident or stroke or heart attack, something sudden that you could never have anticipated that took their life. Or something even more violent like suicide or homicide. However you lost them, you're completely devastated because if you had a great relationship And even if you did have some problems, that person was by your side for very many years and they loved you and you loved them. And you can't imagine what life is going to be like without them by your side. You may have shared children together, maybe even stepchildren together. And you love your family and you feel devastated that they are no longer with you and your family unit is now so impacted by this death. There is no doubt that life will be completely different now. Things will change. The way you look at life will change. The things that you feel will change. Perhaps your financial situation will change and this will bring you additional grief. 
You may blame God so your spiritual life may change. You can't imagine why he did this to you and you blame him. Your emotional life will change. And unfortunately, when your husband or your wife was alive, they were a big part of how you handled emotional issues. They were there for you. They held you. They hugged you. They loved you. When things weren't going well, they were there for you. And now they're no longer there. And that void is very deep and very noticeable to you. And how you relate to others will change. How you relate to your children will change. How they relate to you will also change because they are grieving the death of their parent. And you must give consideration and a lot of love to your children who are grieving, whether they're just children, young children, teens, or full-grown adults. No matter when they lose a parent, it's devastating for them. And they look to you to help them deal with that loss. As you may know, if you've taken some time to listen to my other episodes, you'll know that when you first have a loss in your life, all kinds of emotions come up. Sometimes you're just really angry. Other times you go inward, you become pensive, and you just don't want to deal with anything because you find yourself numb. There's this bubble of protection that surrounds you for quite a while in the beginning of your grief. And it protects you. And it might sound silly, but it's welcomed. And so that's why months from now, when the bubble starts to dissipate, and that fog dissipates, you're going to find that unfortunately, that's the time it feels even more intense than in the beginning. The death of a spouse is one of the most difficult to endure, and it will take a very long time for you to be able to settle this in your soul. You can't understand why it has happened, and you don't know why it's happened now, because you thought you would have very many years left with that individual. That person was your entire world. Whether you were happy together or had your ups and downs, they were still in your life every single day, and you counted on them for very many things, and they counted on you as well. And now that person is gone, and you sit and ask yourself, how are you going to survive life without them? How are you going to handle everything that they handled for you? How are you going to change the way you live your life if you need to? There are so many questions that don't yet have answers, but I want you to know that you will get through this. You absolutely will get through this. You will speak with other widows and widowers, and you will learn what has happened in their lives. And you will find what works for you, maybe from things they told you that worked for them. 
The very best person that you can speak to is another widow or widower when this has occurred in your life. They can give you all the tips and tricks that they found helpful, all the knowledge and wisdom they learned over many, many months and years that worked for them, things that didn't work for them. And you need to be with those people. Just like I say in all my other episodes, the person you want to be with and speak to and learn from are people who have gone through the exact same type of death loss that you have. And in this case, that would be another widow or widower. I highly recommend joining a support group for widows and widowers. It will give you an opportunity to listen to what everyone else is going through. And even if you're not ready to share, you can nod your head when you listen to something that resonates with you. This will make you not to feel so alone. And if you find someone there that you especially connect with, ask them for coffee, go out, be together again after the meeting, and learn more from them. It will give you an opportunity to talk about your husband or your wife. And that's really what you need. You need to be able to express what's going on for you and not hold it in. The worst thing you can do is hold in all your emotions and isolate yourself. So I wanted to share with you some things that could happen so that you won't be startled by them. People really don't know what to say to you. And you might find yourself in the supermarket, see one of your friends down the end of the aisle, and they turn around with their cart and go the other way. And you're left standing there going, uh, what just happened here? And it's basically because they don't know what to say to you. And so you have to give them a little bit of slack because if they don't know something really nice to say, they'd be really afraid to say the wrong thing. So they're going to exit stage left (laughs) so that they don't have to confront you. And I'm sorry that that happens, but I just want you to be prepared. Another thing that usually happens is you're considered the third wheel now. If your husband and you used to play bridge with another couple or date with another couple, go out to dinner or to the movies or to other social events, even on vacation, and now it's just you, well, that couple may not be interested in keeping up with you. And that's really sad but it's reality. And the other thing that's even worse is a lot of times your good friends may not connect with you. They kind of slide back in their invitations. You'd have less time with them. They don't answer your phone calls so easily. They don't answer your texts as quickly. And it's mostly because they feel uncomfortable that there's a possibility that now that you're single, you might be after their husband or wife. And that may sound really weird, but it happens a lot. So they don't want you to come near their partner 
for the sheer fact that you may try to steal that person away from them. So be aware of that. And don't be afraid to bring it up with them if you want to, if you're that close. Because their friendship meant a lot to you. And you'd like to continue it. And please let them know that you have no designs on their husband or wife. That you still want their friendship and that you love them. And it means a lot if you can just go with them individually. You don't have to go with their husband or wife. Just go with them individually as your friend. Go out, have a beer, have coffee, but keep their friendship alive for you. You may find that people still continually expect a lot from you. What you used to do for them, how you used to help them, how you may have gone to their home to babysit your grandchildren. And right now, that's just too much for you. And it's perfectly okay. But you have to let people know what's going on with you. Right up front, don't feel guilty. Just let them know. I'd love to be able to take the grandkids, but right now, since dad died, I am so sad and I have very little energy and strength. So perhaps you can make other arrangements for the little ones right now. And while children and grandchildren do help distract your pain, no doubt about it, there's a point where it's just too much for you and you have to find that fine line where you understand that your health, physical and mental, is much more important right now than taking on the responsibilities you once held before your loved one died. You might get back to it later, but for right now, you need to prioritize your own mental and emotional health, and also your physical health. It's not easy to endure such a painful death, and it's going to take a lot of extra energy and a lot of extra sleep so that you can handle everyday life. You see, those individuals in your life who have never been widowed do not understand all the nuances of what goes into grieving the loss of a spouse. And they can't possibly if they haven't been in your shoes. So give them a little slack, but communicate completely what your needs are. Do only what you can do. And if you find yourself being invited to different events alone, maybe you don't really feel up to going by yourself. Maybe it's just too soon. Maybe there are events that you really would love to go to, but you just know you can't handle them. And so a simple call or note to decline the invitation sweetly and kindly. But do this. Do not put yourself in a position where you know you're going to be in a very bad place and may start to feel overly emotional and need to leave. It's best to just let them know that this is just something you're not ready for, and hopefully they will understand. There is nothing wrong with declining invitations that you're not ready for. So now I'd like to look at some of the other losses that come along with being a widow or widower. 
Well, first of all, you may lose the income that that person provided, that social security or other pension that they once had. Maybe it's pared down now. Maybe it's completely eliminated. You also lost the individual who you confided in. And that's a big one because they were your best friend. You could tell them anything and they kept all those confidences. And you miss that. You don't have that any longer. And that's a big deal. They were your best friend. They were there for you in good and bad times. They took care of you when you were sick. They were there to help you with all kinds of things that you were involved with. And you miss that now. You lost your youth when they died. They kept you happy and laughing and you had fun-filled times together. And now you feel a little bit more aged. And that's sad. And I'm hoping that that will return for you, that you will be joyful again and lighthearted again. But if you've just lost your spouse, it will take a little while for all of that to come back for you. You've lost their help in making decisions. When you had a big decision to make, you usually sat down, considered all the options together, were able to talk through all possibilities, all different ways to handle something, and you've lost that now too. You've also lost what you consider to be normal, how you live together, having somebody next to you every night in bed. And that's the other thing. I want you to know that one of the most difficult parts of widowhood is just having the physical presence of one person with you all the time. You came home to that person, you slept with that person, you ate with that person, you drove to appointments together, you visited family together. All that presence of that one beloved person is what you miss the most. Having them around from everything to opening up a jar because you're struggling to do that or asking them what they want for dinner and which meal they would prefer that you cook. Maybe you decided on new places to go, your favorite places, your favorite restaurants. You were always together. And it's very hard to understand that they're no longer by your side day in and day out. To kiss when you wake up in the morning, to kiss when you go to bed, to hug them before they leave for work, to tell them that you love them. All of these things are not a daily occurrence any longer. And it breaks your heart to know that you won't have that again with them. You miss your identity. You used to be Mrs. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so and you are no longer connected as a couple. All the dreams for the future you don't have now, all the things you expected to do together, you will no longer experience. You miss his physical security, the ability to hold you if you're frightened, 
to push you out of the way if something comes against you. You shared great intimacy, and not having that any longer is a big change. Hugging up to his back, or maybe she was hugging up to your back, all that will be missed. Helpfulness around the house, helping you with chores, the laundry, picking up dry cleaning, all these chores that you were able to do together to take the burden off of you. Now it's all left for you. And you're not really sure how you're going to have the energy and strength to be able to do all this. And sometimes you might lose their friends in your life, their family, their children. Maybe you had stepchildren, and those stepchildren have kind of moved away since that partner's death. These are all losses that come with being a widow or widower. So many life changes. And even if our partner was so wonderful about taking end-of-life issues into account, the will is completed, the finances are strong, everything's been completed for you, but still, their presence is not there any longer. And the house, and the money, and the car, and everything that was prepared for you. Yes, you're glad that it is. You're glad that you may be secure. But it's not replacing them. It just can't. They were your life. You shared amazing intimacy with them. You loved them. They loved you. And the thought of everything changing now is unnerving. It will take a while, a long while, for you to get your bearings. This is brand new. Whether sudden or anticipated, it's still new. It's still unnerving. You thought you knew what was coming, especially in the case of someone who is ill for a long time. But it still leaves you in shock. You can't figure out how you're going to lead your life now. But I want you to know that you will and you can. And there is so much support out there for you. You just need to take a little time to find it. And there are wonderful support groups all around the world for people who are widowed, either online or in their area. And I encourage you to seek them out. Don't go this alone. It will not serve you. You have so much life left in you. Whether you're a young widow or widower, or even an older one, we never know how much additional time we have on this earth. Take advantage of it. Make them proud that you lived a good life after them. I'm sending you love and hugs as you begin your new journey. Bless you, my friend. 
So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. And I know you might think this sounds really silly, but just do it for me anyway, okay? Thank you for listening in today and share my podcast with those who might benefit from this knowledge. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast and rate and review it at www.themerrymaxshow.com and sign up for my private email list there so we can stay in touch. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.